0: Welcome to the Anxious Pastor Podcast, a podcast where I talk about life, stress, worry, and depression, not as an expert, but as a person who deals with this stuff every day. My name's Aaron Lee, and I'm a pastor out of Louisville, Kentucky. My goal is that you don't feel alone in this struggle and that we figure it out together. Let's get trying. Welcome back to the Anxious Pastor Podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. We're excited that you are joining us. And I want to ask you this question. Do you have younger kids? If you do, I'm sure you can relate to this. Why are they always asking why? For some reason, you put a kid in a car on a long road trip and they want to know how the universe comes together and exists. But if you try to explain to them why they need to eat all their food... They'll look at you like deer in a set of headlights. Now, why am I saying all this? Because, see, I just proved my point. If you think about it, we all really want to know why. So if you're just starting out with our podcast and you would like to know the why behind the Anxious Pastor podcast, then check out episode 000, where I share my story along with the why. It's just a great way to get to know what this podcast is all about. Again, our podcast will be released bi-weekly on Wednesdays, and so be sure to subscribe and tell your friends about it. We would love for you to review it and just get it out there so we can help and, and be an encouragement to more people. Well, this is episode 002. Today's episode is called Anxious and Laughing in the Face of Fear, and I don't know about you, but this is something that really hits home for me. It's something that has attached itself to me for most of my life, and so I want to talk about our struggle with fear, how it can control us, and maybe a perspective that might help us in regards to fighting back against fear. So let's get started. So for me, fear has been situational moments, but for the most part, my biggest fear, the thing that controls me the most is my fear of failing. Now for you, it might be something a little more dramatic like heights or snakes, the dark, clowns, that's one that gets everybody, I believe. And I do have those. I'm actually afraid of heights, even though I've done some things by ziplining and stuff like that to help me. But I'm still. It doesn't. I don't think it matters how many times I get up on something high. I'm still pretty freaked out. But like I said, it, it, it's easy for me to look back and see those moments. But the moments that really, really grip me and and paralyze me are the moments where I fear failure. I'm a woodworker on the side. It's something I love to do, something I've gotten into the past several years. My grandfather was a woodworker. And so just kind of following in his footsteps, I jumped in tried to start doing that. But what I found as I've gotten more and more into it is that I have a fear of failure. And so a lot of times I will start a project and I'll get to a point where I don't really know what to do next. And then I just stop because I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. So my fear of failure really controls me. Sometimes I see things, I'm like, oh man, that'd be cool to make. And then I'm like, well, I don't really know how to do it. And I'm afraid I'd mess it up or I would ruin something. And I just don't do it. Another thing that really, really paralyzes me, and this one really actually affects my whole family and I hate this. And this is something that really, really bothers me. I, I struggle with taking our kids out into like activities outside of the home like like a trampoline park or the zoo or putting them in sporting leagues, um, maybe even just going to sporting events because, one, my social anxiety gets me. But the other thing is I'm afraid of how people will see me as a parent. I'm afraid of if something might happen to them. I'm afraid they may not have a good time. And And I really, what I've learned is that I've robbed my kids of having a good time because, I'm afraid, where they're like, hey, man, let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go have a good time. Let's whatever. I'm the one that tends to be paralyzed. And my biggest fear right now is this podcast. Even as I speak, my mind battles with itself with questions like, why would anyone listen to what you have to say? No one's going to subscribe to this podcast. You're not a good speaker. You say, um, you stutter. You're just not that good at this. And honestly, like, that kind of controls me. These last three episodes have been incredibly hard because I don't want to fail. So making myself do this has actually been a good thing for me. But man, I'm my own worst enemy sometimes. So here's something that I've realized about fear. It is actually one side of a coin. If if fear is on the one side, then the opposite side is actually courage. It's like night and day, good and evil. They're always going to be on opposite sides. So fear will always be the enemy of courage. They'll always be in conflict. I feel like no matter the situation, even if it's good, I'm constantly battling with what I think will go wrong or won't turn out the way I want it to. And I think that's what happens. Fear tends to sneak into my life. It tends to tell me that something's not going to be as good as I would have hoped. One example is my wife and I actually won a free night stay at the Omni Hotel here in Louisville. It was on New Year's Eve as well. And man, like initially it was like, this is so cool. This is great. I'm excited. We get to have a night out, just the two of us. Then the fear started to distract me from the good. I started thinking, oh no, there's going to be a lot of people there. It's downtown. There's traffic going to be everywhere. And it's on New Year's Eve. So of course it's going to be crazy. All these things are stupid and petty, but when I compound them together, it may, it just made it feel like a mountain that I was never going to be able to climb. Well, honestly, if it wasn't for my wife, I probably would have forfeited that stay and just not went. Fear might not always be comfortable, but it is the fork in the road. It, it, a decision has to be made. So if you think about a fork in the road, Imagine that you're going one direction and then you, you come to a left road and a right road. Fear is the thing that determines which direction you're going to go. It's still there, but you can either go the direction that will take you away from the thing you know you're supposed to do, or you can pursue the thing that you know you're supposed to do. But here's the other thing. Even though you may take that path that leads you towards the direction you're supposed to go fear will still fight back. Fear is sneaky. It's not always going to be obvious or loud. Fear can sometimes be comforting. I don't know if you ever think about that, but think about the things that tend to medicate us are driven by fear. A huge tendency for us when fear fights back is to revert. When we're afraid, we go back to what we know and what's comfortable and feels good. Now I'm going to be real vulnerable and honest with you for a moment. And this is... (laughs) This is really hard for me to admit. I have a ton of fear of even just acknowledging this. But several years ago, my my metabolism started to slow down. And those sleeves of Oreos I was eating on a regular basis just weren't coming off quite like they used to. Uh, So I decided to do something about it. See, I absolutely hate working out. And so I decided to go on a diet. I started using Weight Watchers. And actually, Weight Watchers has been amazing for me. But what started to happen was that as soon as something broke my routine or we went on vacation, I would just give up. I didn't think I could do anything about it, so I would just abandon it. Then I'd get on the scale months later and realize that I needed to stop eating those two sleeves of Oreos. And then last fall, my wife and I decided to go back on it again, try again, and I lost some 25 pounds in the process. I started feeling great and... Didn't feel like I needed to self-medicate with food. But guess what happened? Christmas time happened. And honestly, I've almost gained half of that weight back. See, what happened to me is when my routine got broke, I reverted back because I was afraid I'd fail. So being afraid I'd fail actually pushed me back to what comforted me. Food. Now, I'm sure by now, you're like, okay, Aaron, I get it. How do we fix it? Well, that's a great question, because actually, I don't know. You know, I don't want to sit up here and and have a conversation with you saying that these are the, the sure ways of making your life better and not living in fear. And the thing is, is that I still am afraid every day of my life, but there's certain Things I put in place to try to help me with that and I hope these are something that could be an encouragement to you but one of those things is when fear whispers distractions into my mind I have to stop and ask the question what's honestly the worst thing that can happen like just just think about the scenario that you're overwhelmed by are you overwhelmed by your finances okay what's the worst thing that can happen and there's a lot of bad things that you can think of, but realistically, is that what's going to happen? The second thing I would say is that I have to acknowledge that fear will fight back, and it's going to try to make me go back to my comfort zone. I have to fight. I can't give up. I have to keep trying. If I ate horrible today, I still have to try tomorrow. If I was impatient with my kids, I can still go back to them and apologize and admit my mistake. I still have to do things like go to the Omni, even though I was afraid of the unknown. And by the way, we had a blast and none of my fears came true. The last thing I would say is that when I'm afraid, it is okay to tell those around you. Let those people walk with you through it. Let them hold you accountable to not give up. And I want to spend a little bit of time on this because I think it's so important. I believe with my whole heart, and you've heard me say this before if you've been listening, and I will say it again, if not every single podcast, you have to have people in your life. You have to be able to share your heart, share your struggles, share your feelings, because I can promise you, you cannot do this alone long term. So if you're one of those people that is just constantly dealing with stress and worry and fear, there needs to be someone in your life that you can say, hey, I'm struggling with all of these things and I can't do it by myself. I literally have some of the best people ever around me that, that are able to help me with those things. And I can guarantee you, I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for those people. And so my encouragement is and will always be, be connected to a community of people. I encourage you to go to church because I'm a pastor and I believe that you need that community, that community that that is the church rooted in Jesus. But if you're not a believer, that's okay. Find someone that can be an encouragement to you. Find someone who will walk alongside of you through all these things. And I can't reiterate enough how valuable, how important community is when it comes to all this. Even though fear will fight back, even though fear will whisper lies to you, even though fear will paralyze you from living a life of joy, I promise you just taking the step to sharing those struggles with someone else will get you on the path closer to freedom. I know it has for me, and I really, really believe that it can happen for you as well. Listen to this quote from Henry Ford. that says, One of the greatest discoveries a man makes, one of his great surprises, is to find he can do what he was afraid he couldn't do. Maybe the thing that you're afraid you couldn't do is actually share your struggles with someone else. Maybe the thing that you're afraid you couldn't do is being with people. I don't know, all right, I'm getting off my soapbox now. I just really believe in community. So I hope that this episode's been a help to you. I hope that one day you can laugh in the face of fear, knowing that there's more to life than those things that are pulling you back. Because I'm convicted that we need to have a community, one of the things that we're doing is we've created a Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and look up the group, The Anxious Pastor Community. And in that community, we're gonna talk in more depth about things like this. So we'll pose some questions that we would love to hear your heart and answers about. I would love for you to share your story, your testimony, just to hear and see that you're not alone in this struggle. And so be sure to jump over and do that. Subscribe to our podcast, share it with your friends. We wanna be a help to so many other people. And so I appreciate you. I hope and pray that after you listen to this, you have some practical things that you can put in place to help you with that fear in your life. So let's get trying.